and welcome to this edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. I'm Melissa Zimmerman, and I am so excited that you decided to join me today. As you've already figured out if you've listened to my former podcast, I am one really blessed girl because God has brought some really amazing people into my life. I call them friends. I call them family. I call them brothers and sisters, and I love that. And so uh, every opportunity that I get, I want to introduce you into some of my favorite people because, hey, the people that I know are so great that I believe that God, that the world needs to know them. And so uh, today is no exception to that rule. Today I have one of my favorite people people in the whole planet on my show today. What, one of your favorite people? Uh-oh, he's chiming in already before I can do his uh, his introduction here. So I, today I brought you my best friend. Uh, he is somebody that I do life with uh, tw- all the time, every day. Uh, he's one of my biggest blessings on the whole planet. And I am happy to introduce you to my wonderful, smart, beautiful, charming, wise and godly husband steve welcome to the planet welcome to the show welcome to my life i've been been (laughs) on the planet for 52 years i've been in your life for the last seven 17 or so Mm -hmm. and i'm happy to be here yay well welcome to the show um you know what one of the things steve and i say all the time is that we're busy living the dream and uh, it's easy to live the dream with somebody who is as great as my husband. So I thought, of course, that the world should probably meet him and uh, my my listeners for sure. So everybody around the world is going to clamor to listen to this podcast because my husband is so awful. Awesome. Not awful. awful. Awesome. Oh, okay. I, I'm going to go to a nicer <laughs> podcast that says better things about me. Oh, welcome to my life. Okay. So, hey, um, Steve, welcome to the show. And um, so I want to ask you some questions. Uh, he, we laughed before I started this and he said, you could do the podcast as you and me because you know all my answers, but the world doesn't know them. And this is your opportunity to share them with the world. So tell us about how you became a Christ follower. Remember, we only have 20 minutes, so we got to do the Reader's Digest condensed version. Okay. I was, uh, I grew up a, a marginal Catholic did all the Catholic things, went to First Communion and First Confession and went to Confirmation class and then sort of just sort of coasted after, you know, I got confirmed and was given the uh, papal approval to decide for myself whether or not I attended church. We were more than Easter and Christmas, but pretty disconnected from the body of Christ And we cruised along for several years until my dad got a terminal cancer diagnosis. And I did what any good marginal Christian would do and thought now would be a good time to pray pretty regularly. So I did and asked God to heal my dad and save his life. And he didn't. And I was pretty disappointed with those results. And so I uh, handed. Well, then you weren't you weren't disappointed that he didn't answer your prayer. Well, yeah. I mean, I knew I knew my role in in churchdom, which was uh, pretty insignificant. So I was I was pretty confident that God heard my prayers. Uh, he probably assigned them to some you know minor angel to deal with, but because I was you know I was a small fry in the world of church. But I had some grandmothers who were in church all the time and who prayed all the time and could recite the rosary in, in English and in Latin. Oh, wow. I didn't know that and, about them. And they could do the uh, Our Father and the Hail Mary in both languages. They wow. Were, 
they couldn't say much other than church stuff in Latin, but they knew they knew a lot more Latin than I did. And they were praying the same prayers I was praying. And I didn't get why God didn't answer their prayers because they were much better Catholics than I was. Right. And so I, I, uh, I got a little angry with God when my dad passed. And I said, I don't need you anymore. You didn't come through for me. I'm done. Right. And I uh, checked out. And I think that happens to a lot of people in that I run into who either have a relation, who, who have don't have a relationship with God or are angry with God or people who don't have a relationship with the church. Uh, and it usually comes because one of two things, either God didn't answer a prayer that they prayed or uh, somebody in the church hurt them. And I think that that's true uh, a lot of times. So what happened with you then? Well, I just sort of uh, decided I was going to run my life. I was going to, you know, God hadn't come through for me, so I would depend on myself. And I did that for a lot of years. And that would be, what, 14 years from, 13 years, from 1985 to 1998. And what happened in 1998? Well, in 1998, the Minnesota Vikings put together the best team to never win a Super Bowl. And that was not the answer I bet everybody thought you were going to say, right? Well, no, because, <laughs> because, you know, not many people know that that you know, Chris Carter and Randy Moss can, can help lead somebody to Jesus, but but they can inadvertently and indirectly. So uh, my family's a huge football family, and as the Vikings racked up wins, more and more people started coming to my mom's house to watch the game. And uh, there was some adult beverages served to the adults, and my mom was very strict about who could drink and who who could uh, go home after they'd had too much to drink. And so a lot of times we would sober up throw, by throwing darts in her living room. And my friend Jeff started coming, and then he started asking me to his Bible study on Monday nights. And I would politely decline and let him know that, that my relationship with God was on thin ice, and I didn't want to fall through into the cold water. So I just politely declined. And this happened week after week after week, four, five, six weeks later, he says to me, as we're throwing darts after another Viking victory, hey, Jeff Seaman is coming to talk to my Bible study. Do you want to come? For those who don't know, Jeff Seaman was the middle linebacker for the Vikings on their last Super Bowl team in 1977. So of course I wanted to go because he was a professional, former professional football player. Right. That, is the, that was the right bait on the hook for you. So I went to his Bible study that Monday and the topic of conversation was how to share your faith with people of other faiths. Uh, how to share your faith with uh, a Jew, how to share your faith with a Muslim, how to share your faith with an agnostic, how to share your faith with an atheist or a Quaker or whatever. And I was like, okay, I don't share my faith with anybody, but if I do ever get around to it, this might come in handy. And in the middle of his presentation, he said something that you laugh at. I do. You make fun. You make fun of the statement that changed my life. Only you, because I don't get you it. You mock and ridicule I the do. statement that changed my life. I would not say mock and ridicule, but oh, I, 
oh, oh. But I don't understand why this one statement, but, God, you, but God can use anything. Yeah. God used Balaam's donkey to talk know, to him and change his mind. You, so. you know what I hear? I'm just saying. You know what I hear? <laughs> what? That he doesn't waste a thing. He doesn't waste a thing. So, de- what... so next time you want to poke fun at my, my life-changing moment, remember, he doesn't waste a thing. That's true. You win. Okay. So he's talking, and he's talking about how everybody needs a Savior. And whether you're a Christian or whether you're an atheist or, you know, whether you're a Pakistani. And the Christian's job is to lead people to the bread of life, which is Christ. And he he used the phrase that I'm just a beggar showing another beggar where to find bread. And that just landed on me like a ton of bricks. And I thought, wow, I'm not any worse or any better than anybody else. And I need Jesus like everybody else needs Jesus. So I should maybe look into this whole Jesus thing. Give it another another look-see. And so I, the next two and a half years, I never missed a Monday at Bible study. And I went from attending the Bible study to leading a Bible study to leading a new members class at church at do 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 you want to tell the people where I went to church? He went to the amazing Christ Presbyterian Church. You you don't <laughs> usually call it that. This is on the World Wide Web. This, you used to call it the ultra progressive Christ Presbyterian well, Church. Well it was a very because, traditional church for be, sure. Because because you know, we would raise our hands in worship and stuff like that, which yeah. didn't happen very much at the Catholic Church. Right. It was a it was a big step towards uh, charismatic for me. Pentecostal kind of churches, yeah. yeah. So, okay, he's just he's just out. You're just out in all of my secrets here. By that's that well, might be that's, the deadly secret that's, of having my husband on my that's, podcast. That's that's what happens when you have somebody who knows all your secrets right, come on to your right, podcast. Right. Okay. Uh, so you gave your heart to Christ. I gave my heart to Christ, and um, it it haven't I haven't looked back since. You know, I I uh, got involved in my church, and then you know I started getting. You know, I'm in my mid thirties. You know, so I'm not spring chicken anymore, and I decided I needed to get serious about maybe finding a wife. Yeah, and look what happened to you. You know, God is good. God is good all the time, people. He is, and so you know, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't deliver on the prayer with my dad, but he came through with flying colors on the prayer for a wife. All right, I like the way God works. So uh, Stephen and I did meet online back in the day when there was dial-up. And for those of you who are young and maybe don't know what Go- dial-up is, Google it. Google it. Uh, anyway, so we met online. He, I lived in a little small village in western Oklahoma with two hundred other friendly folks, and Steve lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And God would connect our lives, and He would move here, and um, and then He would just we he, God would send us on a journey that I would for me has totally blown away my expectations of what I thought could be. What about you? What say you? Well, it was it was a bit of a transition. 
It was. Going from, from two and a half million people to 200 people. Um, but, you know, God was with us every step of the way. Uh, we uh, managed to walk through a whole bunch of, of really, you know, dicey time. But, you know, he was good. He, mm-hmm. he came through. He was faithful. And, you know, he spoke to us very early about doing ministry together, which was a complete uh, shock to my system because it had never, it was never on my radar right. as a as a job or a calling for me. Right. And he just kept nudging us and nudging us and nudging us towards, towards ministry. And then we uh, took a, a great trip to Beulah, North Dakota. <laughs> and a, a prophet there by the name of Luke Holter gave us a big kick in the butt and uh, launched our, our ministry, which is what we do all the time now. Right. And so uh, Steve, we always say Steve's family came pre-assembled. Um, he got me and three children. And, yep. um, you know, we walked through a lot of journeys over the last few years. But one of the things I can say is that our family is a very blessed family. Oh, hugely. And uh, all of our children love and serve the Lord, which is a beautiful thing. All of our daughters-in-law and son-in-law love and serve mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Even our grandchildren are learning to love and serve the Lord. Yeah, and, you know, it It wasn't always easy to see that outcome. Right. But now that we're here and, and we see it played out every day, every week, every month, we can't just throw our hands up and say, thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. You're so good, you're so faithful. Because, you know, when Melissa says we're living the dream, we we really are living the dream. The, the, The tiny, tiny things that we have to complain about in our life are just amazing. It's, oh, the puppy that we got for free isn't house trained, but we got a free puppy. That's that's how it rolls at the Zimmerman house. Yeah. Is God just gives us a blessing, and you know, there's sometimes minor little things we have to uh-huh. work with, but but you know, Uzi's getting better all the time. Yep. And so, if you had one thing that you wanted to just encourage people with, uh, really quickly, right here uh, on our podcast, how, what would you say to somebody who's maybe fired God? What would you say to them? Give him another chance because you don't always see the big picture. You see this this tiny dot of the big picture. Uh, the, the thing that I always say is my family was very um, fractured and very, we were all busy living our own lives. For Independently. A, for a long time before my dad got sick. And his illness drew my family together. And we've been a very tight family ever since. And so we, what I didn't see in the midst of the sickness was the, the healing to the family unit that was going on. So when you're mad at God and you've, you've given him a pink slip, um, hire him back and, and give him a chance to show you what he saw in, in your trial and you'll be amazed at what he's got going on. Okay, so we got a fun few. I always do fun questions at the end. Now I probably know the answer to these, but I'm going to ask because the world doesn't. So, are you coffee or tea? Oh, coffee, absolutely. 
black or with cream and sugar. Oh, as as much like hot chocolate as I can get it, although I'm getting better. He is getting better. He used to just have a little coffee with his sugar, but now he's flipped that around a little bit, and he has almond milk and almond, raw honey. Raw, his... Almond milk instead of creamer and raw honey instead of sugar. So he's he's moving up to the big to the big guy get, pile. Get, get, <laughs> getting rid of my processed foods. Okay, sweet or salty? Uh, both. Both. Uh, Chocolate-covered pretzel, one of the great snack foods of all time. Okay. Um, movie that you watch over and over again and you always love. Movie I watch over and over again that I always love. Princess Bride. Love. True, True love. love. Marriage. It's what brings us together. <laughs> right. Like, not my favorite movie. No. It would have been a deal breaker if he knew I didn't like that movie before that's he what, married me. But That's hey, why we watched it after, after. we got married. Yeah. All right. And favorite Bible verse? Favorite Bible verse, James 1, 2, two through 4. Okay. And uh, tell the funny story about how my dog ate your Bible. Okay. Really quick. You got like we, three minutes. We had two dogs that we got because I told Melissa I didn't want her to spend $700 on a giant schnauzer puppy. And we enjoyed our dogs and we walked our dogs and we got very close to our dogs. And they were trustworthy dogs. They didn't mess in the house. And for the most part, they didn't chew on anything. And then one day we came home and my Bible was on the ground and a bunch of pages had been chewed out. And Melissa's dog, Elizabeth Taylor, was her name, had eaten the book of James, my favorite book in the Bible, from the beginning where it says about the author all the way through to the last page of the fifth chapter. So I was <laughs> left with about eight verses of James in, in like the Bible that I had gotten saved with. Right. The Bible that had carried me from 19... 98 all the way until probably 2007 yeah. when this happened. Yeah. So, yeah, my dog ate his favorite book of the Bible. I just like to say that she was feasting on the word. And I try to make it sound better than it did. But that's one of our favorite stories is how my dog would eat his favorite book of the Bible. And uh, so I just want to tell you that Steve is available to do uh, speaking engagements. Uh, we also do marriage conferences. We do marriage counseling. Steve does personal counseling with people. Um, and in case you wanted to get a hold of us, you could get you could reach either of us at our website, bridgebuildermm.org. Steve uh, has a book that he's published called Walking with God that is also available on our website. If you want to know more about Elizabeth Taylor and her sister and my dog, Duchess, there's all sorts of entertaining stories about the four of us and our adventures in the morning through, through downtown Lokiba. Absolutely. So uh, you can pick that up on our website. So Steve, thanks for hanging out with me this morning. Uh, thanks for sharing your wisdom oh. and not ratting me out on too many bad things. Well, you, you didn't. You, you were pretty good pretty good kid <laughs> so uh thanks for hanging out with us don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so the latest edition will always be in your news feed it's called he doesn't waste a thing that's what it's called put a five-star review on itunes itunes yeah give me a go to itunes give me a five-star review even write something great about it helps it float to the but top of the list the other day i was i was looking for her her podcast and it said 
other podcast you might also like and it was like Joyce Meyer and T.D. Jakes well, and, I'm floating with the and, big kids. and it's like wow she's like rubbing elbows with the, 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 the big <laughs> big leagues now that she's got her podcast going yeah, and it's so. you know, just, just a matter of time before she's you know filling up Chesapeake Arena with people wanting to hear her speak. All right. Well, hey, I'm I'm receiving that as a prophetic utterance for the future. So in the meantime, thank you for joining me. Thank you for hanging out with me. Uh, Don't forget to come back and always listen to all of my podcasts, meet the great people that I hang out with. And until next time, remember, he doesn't waste a thing.